0: The Kids Makers Market is complete and I wanted to give you a recap on what they learned, good, bad, all the things because we all know every experience is a learning experience. So I want to give you all the tips on that. And then too, I wanted to tell you how you can make your own because I get it. If you're not in my area and you can't have your kid participate in this Kids Makers Market, which is amazing definitely you can make your own and so i'll give you some tips on how you can do that and how you can make it successful and if you love these tips and you want to learn more about kid entrepreneurship homeschooling mama entrepreneurship all those things just some mom hacks in life come and follow me on instagram at kavai underscore aquin K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. That is the best place to connect with me. I would love to chat with you and hear all about your journey and how I can best support you in that. In the meantime, let's jump into this episode. Aloha, mamas. You've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha my mamas. Welcome to another episode. And today we're going to be giving you a recap of Kids Makers Market. If you don't know what that is, if you didn't listen to the previous episode in our area, Enumclaw, Washington, there is a organization called the Ashlar Way. They are um, they provide homeschooling courses, drop in things, uh, programs for homeschooling, and they do a Kids Makers Market every winter, where they promote it for kids ages 6 to 17 to come make their own products and sell it. And this is the second year we have participated in this uh, program, in this event. The first year was only with my oldest child, who was 10 at that time. This year, he's 11. And this year, my second child, who just turned 8, actually, it was on his birthday, (laughs) He participated in it too. So it was a great learning experience for the both of them. And I took a lot of what I learned last year, helped my second child, and he actually had a great time um, at the actual event. Now I'm not gonna pretend that the entire process was beautiful and smooth because you know kids, you know mom life. It usually never is like that. <laughs> so I'm gonna give you the raw details of how this year went from beginning to maker's market to end and then I'm going to help you you know give you some tips on how to make your own in your own area and not only that but how to make it successful so let's start off with the kids makers market for my kids now in the beginning my kids are usually excited hey let's make money let's do the things so we'll sit down We'll talk about what they would want to make, what they can make, because it is highly encouraged, which I encourage you to do this with your own kids, for them to make their own products. Yes, you can teach them how to make it, but don't be the one sitting there making it for them. So that was one of the biggest challenge with my uh, second child. I had to figure out what he could make. (laughs) So I was like, okay, let's see what kind of things you can do. So we were like, googling and researching all these different crafts um, that he could do and that had little assistance from me so the only assistance that i gave him was utilizing the glue gun the hot glue gun so that he wouldn't burn (laughs) himself but everything else he practically did and what we came down to was these yarn crafts so he made dream catchers and he made these things called yarnimals which was little puffy um, yarn, stuffed animal-looking things, and he made them all by himself, and I was very proud of him. <laughs> but the thing is, here's the downfall that you should know about: is that it's they're never going to be motivated to do it every single day. So what I usually do is I incorporate it into my homeschool. That is like the biggest bulk of our homeschool every day up until the event probably about like the month before. Now, we actually started about two months before because we knew that it was coming. My oldest son, he was already on top of it. Like, okay, what am I going to make? And he was kind of spacing it out. Plus, he participated in a craft fair prior to that. So he had quite a bit of products already made because he has already been doing it. For my second child, it was just teaching him how to do it And then having him get in the groove of it, talking to him about, okay, we have to make so much products every week, every day, or whatever you come up with, you know, we have to get this far so that we can get to this amount. So that's kind of um, the beginning process. It's just figuring out what you want your kid to do. And then from there, actually seeing if they can do it. And then it's like you being the cheerleader, me entire time going, okay, come on, I need you to just make another product, make something else. Today we're going to do one, right? We're at least going to do one or we're going to do two. (laughs) What are we going to do today? And then that way, by the time it gets closer to the event, you're not rushing. You're not like at this point where it's all crazy because one of the products that my second child did make was a baked good product so that thing couldn't be made until like the day before so i knew i wanted to reserve that last week to prep for that so anything you could make prior we focused our time on now another tip that we learned from the kids makers market and we learned this from last year too and we utilized it again this year was setup. so do not leave setup for the night before <laughs> like prepping for it because when you have your kids selling something you got to make sure they can display it so people can see what they are selling so i had two kids so i had to figure out like how am i going to display both your products because my oldest son had ornaments and lace and both of those things hang so if you place it on the table it doesn't really show the product off very well. So, we needed to make sure we could hang it so that the buyers, you know, customers could see, oh, that is what you're selling. Now, the problem is, I don't have hanging displays <laughs> I'm just lying around in my house. So, we got very creative with that. We actually utilized their fort building toys to display their products. And it was genius because it was so simple to pack. So, if you have Anything to build forts, you know, those plastic things, um, definitely go look at my social media. You will see it. And that was our saving grace because we already had something that we could put together and take apart, carry it very easily into the location, and the kids could set it up all on their own. So think about display, guys. That is very important because if you don't know how you're going to display your kid's product, then now they're going to be sitting there going, I don't know how to sell this. So displays help sell your kid's products a lot more simpler. So that is another big lesson that we've learned. And then like do a mock setup at home. So not only have your things, but like set up the entire table, the entire products. take a picture that way when it comes to the day of you might think you remember what it looked like but then (laughs) trust me you will forget and you'll be like i think i had it set up this way so if you have a picture already done you already know what to do you can show it to your kids and they can follow it that way it's like simple instructions so that's another hot tip for you now lessons we learned from the day of one thing for sure is you need to talk to your kids (laughs) about how to talk (laughs) Communication is key. So that's why I encourage having good conversations all the time. And not just with you and your child, but having your kid talk to other people in the stores, you know, family, friends, have them talk to people, just communicate, because that right there, that helps them build confidence in talking. Now, from there, you're going to coach them on what to say teach them what to say to other people. And it you know, for yourself you might think it's very basic like hi, how are you doing? <laughs> but that is something you have to tell your kids. Ask them how they're doing. How is their day going? Like this is how you start a conversation. Then you talk about your products. Not just saying, oh this is what I'm selling. <laughs> talk about what you're selling. How you made it. Um why you made it why did you choose this product like there's so much to say because many kids go I don't know what to say oh there's not there's not a lot I can say about it yes there is so I had one child who made a bunch of different um, ornaments characters and I had to tell them like tell them why you chose these specific characters you know why they're your favorite what you enjoyed about making them Um, talk about those things Another thing he sold, my oldest, was Lays. Now, up here on the mainland, a lot of people don't know what Lays are. So, I had to tell them, okay, wear one. This is part of the promotion. You need to wear it and talk about what we use it for. You know, how they can use it too. So, that was his thing that he had to start sharing. And the other thing I had them do was many people hide behind their tables. We had enough room that they could go on the side of their tables so people could see them. Because we had all these hanging displays. And if he was standing behind the table, you could not see him at all. So I had them sit on the side and talk to people from there. For my second child, he had his yarn projects, and then he also had a bake good. So we had samples set up, and I had him just ask everybody, "Would you like to try a sample? <laughs> Would you like to try a sample?" Oh, this is my yarn animals. This is my things. Like, tell him I need you to tell everybody this over and over again. You might feel like a you know, robot on repeat, but once he started doing it, both of them, it became automatic. It became more natural, to the point that they were so comfortable talking to others, like within no time, because they realized like, this wasn't scary anymore. I can totally do this. And since it is a kids maker's market, many of the people who come to shop understand that and they love it. They, you know, take time to be interested in the kids, to help support them, to encourage them. And that is one of the greatest things about this event. Like the kids' confidence grows so much through an event like this. Now, other things that you need to teach your kid prior to coming is money basics because most people will be shopping <laughs> with cash. So teaching your kids about money, teaching them how to, you know, give change back, that is huge in this event, and it's highly encouraged. You know, give your kids some time to really think about it, have them do the, you know, do the math, and you need to resist not doing it for them. I'm not giving them the answer. I'm just gonna tell you that because that is one of my things. I'm like just you know, they're waiting there, like just give them this much. (laughs) But the truth is they understand and they, you know, the sellers or the customers, they totally understand that the kid is figuring it out and they give the kid a lot of time for that. They're so patient. And I love that about this event too. Now, the last thing that usually happens at these events is bartering. And I had to teach my kids what the concept of bartering is because they sometimes just assume My one item is good for your one item without realizing that the value of your one item could be different. So I had to teach my kids that I'm like, okay, how much are you selling your product for this much amount? Okay, then that is a good starting basis for what you can barter with other people. You can tell them I am selling this for this much. Can, you know, we switch for that. And you look at something that they have that is of similar value versus quantity. Um, and my kids at first was like, so I can ask for two cookies for my one stuff? And I was like, technically you can. And they're like, oh, okay. And I say, like, yeah, because your product has more value than their one product. And he's like, okay. So... Those are your concepts that they don't understand, and that's another one that you can definitely teach your kid, and that's one of the biggest things we've learned. Now, my second child lit up the day because, mind you, it was his birthday, and I was kind of hesitant to have him do it on his birthday, but he just loved it because it's such a supportive event that during the whole thing, he's like, I love this, mom. This is so fun. Every time he had a sale, he's like, I got money, <laughs> and I was like, amazing. I love that you love this. This is, you know, going to be instilled in his brain and with such great memories and such a great feeling connected to this. So that was the goal. Not how much money we can make, um, but more so like I want you to have a great connection with entrepreneurship and this kind of events really do that. And then afterwards, we did go over the money. We talked about some money um, basics. And if you haven't had a chance to get into my money basics boot camp we went through a lot of those concepts after we earned and counted their money like their profit um so definitely a whole lot of lessons that can take up a good portion of the end of the year quarter for your homeschool for your family for a great event for your child that is huge so it is called I think it's called the Children's Makers Market. It used to be called Kids Makers Market, but something very similar like that. I will put the link in my bio. It is provided by the Ashlar Way. They are such a great group. I highly encourage you to look into them, especially if you are in the West Washington area and you homeschool or you want your kid to participate in something like this. This is one thing I need to say. You do not need to be a homeschooler to participate in this Kids Makers Market. It's open to any kid wants to participate and it's usually done in the first or second week of december so definitely go to their website sign up on their email list and they will send you the info on it now what if you're not in this area and you want to make your own all right i'm going to give you quick tips on how to make your own but not only how to make your own but how to make it successful so number one come up with a guide for your kids and their parents the Ashlar Way comes up with one. I can't share it with you because <laughs> you got to participate in to be for it to be shared. But you can come up with your own. Just think of things that you want your um, your participants to know about, how to prep for the event, some tips on kid entrepreneurship. You can definitely go back and listen to my episodes and get some things from it and just put it in this guide. It doesn't have to be hard. I would encourage it to be simple and easy for kids to follow and for parents to know about. You can even have like a quick guide in the front for them to skim over, like a summary for the parents to skim over. And then you can make the guide, the rest of the guide, to be almost like a workbook for the child. Now, the second thing I would encourage you to do is have incentives for repeat vendors. Now, if you don't have repeat vendors, then have incentives for early signups. So that you're recruiting kids early. Once you like lock down a location, start recruiting kids. I mean like, okay, how can I recruit kids and their parents to come and participate in this? The earlier, the better. Because we all know holiday seasons is crazy. And people already have things booked up. So I would say start promoting this and recruiting kids maybe like end of September, October. You want to get into their brain, let them know it's available. It's going to be around this time. Even if you don't have all the things locked in, just start collecting info and being like, would you like to participate? Would you like to participate? The great thing about this one is they kept the cost low so the kids could pay for it themselves and then make profit off of it. So that was one of the things that was great about this one. Now, the reason why I say recruit kids early too is that it gives them more time to prep for the event, to make things, to um, come up with ideas, and to space out what um, they have to do. So that really does help. I, I know for this one, they give you about a month. Since we know about it, we give ourselves about two months from prepping to like making the products over a longer period of time versus that one month but it's up to you. I would encourage a little bit more time. Now, number three, marketing is so, 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 so important. Give the kids who sign up resources to share, like make a flyer for them. You can even make like a marketing uh, guide or a marketing booklet where like three to four flyers and have the kids and parents start sharing. You need to let other people know that you'll be participating in this because other people's schedules get busy too. So have a script, like a simple script. Hey, I'm participating in this event. I would love it if you could come and support me. Something as simple as that, share the flyer. It doesn't have to be something that is printed out. I would just encourage something that's easy to share on a phone that you can text you know, to your family, your friends, your neighbors. And that way more people know about the event and they would want to come and, you know, support your child and other kids. So marketing is huge. Utilize social media. Start promoting earlier. Have all the info in a flyer. If you don't have all the info just yet, then give it to them along the way. So if you don't have it, let's say at the beginning of or mid-October-ish, then by November, just have a flyer. Like this is the event name. This is the uh, time where you can come and shop, and this is the address. Like that's all you need on there. And tell your kids here. I need you to start sharing this. Also, things that still work till this day is signs. Have signs up around your location for local traffic to see, because the more people see it and know, hey, look, there's something happening on this date then there's a higher chance of other people coming too because you would want to promote this for kids to get as much exposure and then also to have a very profitable event too like just think about that so marketing super key and that's number three now the last thing is the event day have a layout set up (laughs) I encourage this so it's not such mayhem like say okay you're gonna be on the first you know area section a or section b or section c like just so kids when they come in they have somebody to check in with and they know exactly where to go having volunteers to help will make your day a whole lot easier and then throughout the event one thing that i love about the ashlar way is they come around and they ask you questions and they like see what you're doing and what it's all about and all the things. And that's super cool too. Like they're really interested in the kids. And I love that it's shown through their program. Now, after the event, they give all the kids a certificate. Definitely, I encourage some way to celebrate the kids and to just give them praise for what they have accomplished. Because that is huge. Not even a lot of adults participate in things like this. And then part of your guide should have like a review section so that guide you gave them in the beginning should have something you know to help them at the end of the event like okay here's what to do afterwards you know what if you have products left over go and sell them to your friends and family and neighbors what if you um, what do you do with your money like how do you count your money give them some money basics um business basics about that too just how to review you know what they did For this entire event um, what they did great you know what could be done better um, and what can be done the next time that will help make their event more smoother like put that in your guide for your kids and the parents and then when you're celebrating the kids at the end you know at the actual event you just let them know hey go back to your booklet and there's a section in there that you can finish off you know to really make the most of this event and then that's it. Then you just get them on the email list and you do it again. And then you do your own review of like how you can make your um, event even better the next time around. All right. I hope that helped you. And I hope that encouraged you to start planning one for yourself. It doesn't have to be at the end of the year. It could be any time throughout the year. It could be a spring market, a summer market, a fall market, whatever you want to make it. It could just be a kid's market in the middle of the year that works best for you. So I hope that encourages you to do one in your area for the kids in your area. Because entrepreneurship is such a great thing for kids to experience at a young age. Learning how to make their own money is huge. It opens up so much doors for them. Just not only literally in money, but in their mind, in their dreams, like what they can do and their confidence. It's so huge. So. I encourage you, I hope this is like something that sparks something in your heart for you to do in your area. And like I said, if you're not following me already on social media, on Instagram at Kavai underscore Aquin, come and follow me. You'll probably find a lot of these tips and more on there too. So at K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. And like always, only you can make your day amazing. So definitely go out and do that. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kvai underscore Aquin.